Good morning, good morning. Welcome to the prayer line. This is Bishop Smith coming at you at 5 a.m. on June 15th. Man, halfway through the month. I'm not trying to rush it, but it feels like somebody has pressed the accelerator. And so time is really moving, but I love it because God is also moving. And we need God to move in our lives and in our hearts, um, especially where we are today, because there is so much going on. You know, the Bible says that lawlessness will increase. And I don't know if you've watched the news lately, but every time you turn on the news, somebody's doing something that is breaking the law, and to the degree that they just don't care. They don't care. It's like, you know, what are they going to do to me and all that, which are signs of the end time. But this is one of the number one reasons God has done what he's done in the life of the believer, so these things should not catch us by surprise. And I want, I want you to hear that this morning. Everything that's going on, it shouldn't catch you by surprise. Signs of the end times. And so, we want to say good morning to our dear Heavenly Father. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We're in desperate need of your help this morning and every day in our lives. I also want to say good morning to all of the intercessors on the line. Thank you for your prayers. We covered your prayers and just thank you for your faithfulness, your commitment, and also your consistency. We want to say good morning to New Destiny, our church family, our community, the body of believers. And we want to say good morning to the universal body that's on the line this morning, no matter where you're calling in from. Good morning, good morning to you. And we thank God for every man and woman of God on the line this morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the line with us this morning. I'm just going to introduce the team, and then we're going to get going. This morning we have with us Sister Tracy George. She will be praying over any prayer requests that have been submitted. And as she's praised this morning, let's come in agreement with her. You say, well, how do we come in agreement with her? While she's praying, we're going to pray in the Spirit. We pray in the Spirit. Because when you're praying in the Spirit, you're praying the perfect prayer. Remember that. When you're praying in the Spirit, you're praying the perfect prayer. And I'll show you, I may show you that this morning. Sister Tracy George, how are you? I am well, Bishop. Thank you for this opportunity to be on the call. <laughs> hey, hey, thank you for hanging out with me this early in the morning, tag-teaming with me this morning. I really appreciate it. And I love the fact that you say you're doing well. You know, Third John uh, 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as I soul prosperous. But when you look at it from the Amplified Version of the Bible, it says that you may keep well, even as I know your soul keeps well and prospers. And so the body keeping well and prospering is based upon the condition of your mind. 
your soul. And so whenever you have an opportunity to rest your soul, man, get some rest in your soul. You say, well, how do you get rest in your soul? Pastor, you get rest in your soul by just going and reading the, reading the Holy Scriptures. It brings rest to your soul. It brings comfort to your soul. It brings knowledge to your soul. It brings about refreshing to the soul. And I can go on and on and on. That's not what I'm talking about this morning. I will be uh, doing the devotion, so I don't think I need to introduce myself. And so um, I'll be doing the devotion this morning uh, because I just wanted to. And because I love our topic. I love our topic. And this gonna this is gonna bless you because we, we get a chance to do it now and then tonight in our live Bible study in Pittsburgh, we'll be in Pittsburgh tonight, our live Bible study, I will be continuing this conversation. because this is just where I believe the Lord wants us to be because we're in desperate need of understanding the benefits of a person being filled with the Holy Spirit, being filled with the Holy Spirit. And so this morning we're, we're going to come from John. I'll look at John 16 and verse 7, and then I will look at also, uh, I may look at, Eight, and then we'll look at verse 13, and we'll see what else will happen here this morning. Father, we honor you this morning. We bless you and magnify you. The fruit of our lips, giving thanks and praise, because you alone are the redeemer of our life. We thank you for this great and awesome day in which you have made. In it we shall rejoice and be glad. We thank you that you've delivered us from the powers of darkness, and you translate us into the kingdom of your dear Son, whereby you have given us the legal right to call you Abba, Father. For it is written in your word, you will never leave us, nor will you ever forsake us. And so, Father, we thank you that you would not leave us as orphans. You saw us that way, and that's why you adopted us, Lord God, and brought us into your family by your own blood. And, Father, we thank you for it. Not only that, you filled us with your spirit. You've empowered us, Father. And we thank you for the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. So have your way as we share this morning in our time of devotion and our time of prayer. I thank you, Lord God, as Sister Tracy prays this morning. Every prayer request will be answered. I mean, an immediate response, Lord God, by the anointing that as she prays this morning, the burdens will be removed and the yokes will be destroyed. John 16, verse 7, amplified version of the Bible. However, I am telling you nothing but the truth when I say it is profitable, good, expedient, and advantageous for you that I go away. Because if I do not go away, the comforter, counselor, helper, advocate, intercessor, strengthener, standbyer will not come to you. 
into close fellowship with you. But if I go away, I will send him to you to be in close fellowship with you. Verse 8, and when he comes, he will convict and convince the world and bring demonstration to it about sin and about righteousness, uprightness of heart, and right standings with God and about judgment, about sin, because they do not believe in me, trust in, rely on me, adhere to me about righteousness, uprightness of heart, and right standings with God, because I go to my Father, and you will see me no longer. Now, this is Jesus speaking to his disciples, and Jesus is about to depart. He's ascending to heaven, and he's giving them instruction. Their hearts are filled with sorrow, you know, they have been through a, an emotional roller coaster ride. If you can put yourself in this particular time in which they lived, you gotta understand you 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 got you have Jesus doing the works that he did, them having an expectation of him now restoring the kingdom of God and upon the earth ram it'd be a, a better kingdom than that of the Roman Empire and Jesus being their Caesar and all of these things. And then he's crucified. Judas, you know, of course, gives him over and uh, to the Sanhedrin Council and he is crucified and you know that that's got them upset because now they're scattered, all their hope is lost. But as he said, he was resurrected on the third day. So you tear this temple down to be resurrected on the third day. He wasn't talking about Solomon's temple. He was talking about himself. And so we see him resurrected. And now from the resurrection, he's spent he's that, like I've been walking you all through that, he spent that course of 40 days um, with his disciples. And now they're excited again. And, you know, man, their hearts are just filled with joy because he resurrected just as he said he would, but now he's departing. And so here it is now, they're full of sorrow again. But he says some key things as he gets ready to depart. And number one, he says that what I'm telling you is truth. And he says the truth that I'm telling you Watch this. He said, it's profitable to you. It's profitable. At my departure, I'm departing because I have pretty much fulfilled my position in this course of time. Now, as I leave and who I'm going to send now becomes even more profitable to you than me staying. And so one of the greatest grace gifts God has made available to the believer apart from salvation is being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Did you hear that? I call it the greatest grace gift. It's a gift of grace, but it's the greatest gift grace because the Holy Spirit comes into the life of the believer with, with great responsibility. 
He comes into our lives with great responsibility. And number one, he says, it is profitable to us that he departs. And he said, at his departure, watch this, he says, you're going to have the advantage. Meaning, when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, it should become beneficial to you. He will help you gain. He will help you profit. Now, I want you to hear that. What, what is it? It's beneficial to you. And so, in other words, he, he, he makes sure he connects us to the benefits of God. And when you connect it there, what happens? I'm at, I'm at gain versus being at loss. And then also, he helps us to profit. He helps us to profit. How is that? Because he is, number one, a comforter. He comforts you when you're in need of comfort. And, man, boy, if we had never been in need of comfort, we're in need of comfort now. And especially because um, all this going on. I was watching the news last night. The news just made me depressed. I said, I'm going to bed. This is just way too much. It's just crime after crime after crime after crime and just just nonsense. It's just crazy. And so you, you need the comforter in your life. But then, on top of that, we need somebody couch to lay on so that we're not crazy. You say, what do you mean by that? Because the scriptures say he's a counselor. He comes and he counsels us with the full counsel of God if you will listen to him. And the scripture doesn't stop there. He said he's a helper. He's an, he's an advocate. Praise God. He's an advocate. He's an intercessor. So he's interceding for us. He strengthens the, also strengthens the believer. And I love it because he's on demand. He's on demand. The scripture says he's a standby. He is on demand. And I love that because he's there when you need him. And that's why I tell a lot of people, you know, you don't need, um, you know, a feeling being real, real super spiritual, you don't need some kind of feeling to come on you for you to start praying in the Holy Spirit. You don't need to feel a certain type of way for you to start praying in the Holy Spirit. You pray in the Holy Spirit like turning turning the water faucet on. You go in the bathroom, you turn your water faucet on because you want to wash your face or brush your teeth or what have you. You turn the thing on and off at your will, on demand. You turn the water on and off, on demand, on and off, on demand. Well, the same way with the Holy Spirit. You turn him on. You know, you know, you start praying in the Holy Spirit. Well, what's that going to do? It's going to give you the advantage. What else is it going to do? It's going to build you up because the Bible says you build yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. And that, that's very important, very important, you know. And so he goes on to say in verse 13, he says, but when he, the spirit of truth, so there he, he's a truth-giving spirit. He can only give you truth. The truth-giving spirit comes. He will guide you into how much truth? The Bible said the whole full truth. For he will not speak his own message on his own authority, but he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. He will give the message that has been given to him 
and he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. My Lord Jesus. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I, I love these scriptures right here. These are some, some of my favorite scriptures. And so we're talking about the, 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 the benefits for having or being filled with the Holy Spirit. He places us at advantage. He, he, he's an advocate, an intercessor, a strengthener, a helper, a counselor, a standby. But he says he's a truth-giving spirit. So he's going to give you the truth. And then the scripture says he will guide you into all the truth. So he is a is 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 one of his responsibilities is to lead and guide the believer into all truth. Now that alone should make us really want to be filled number 1. Number 2 it should also make us want to come under the compliance of God and the Holy Spirit. And my time is rolling. Um, let me pray. Let me pray. I'll come back after after Tracy um, does the prayer request. I'll come back and I'll I'll find somewhere to um land 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 this this morning. But like I said, I'll continue tonight, and it's going to be good. Father, we thank you and we bless you today. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. I pray for every person on this line this morning. That, Father, if they are not filled with your Holy Spirit, that you would fill them, Lord God, and bless them from on high, even as you did on the day of Pentecost. And, Father, it was noticeable what had taken place. I declare what is about to take place in the heart of many that's on this line and what has already taken place of those that are on this line will be noticeable that you will receive the glory for them possessing your spirit and that, Father, they will begin to honor you like they've never honored you before. Comfort them who needs comfort. Counsel those who needs counseling. Help those who need help. Lord, you said he is our advocate, Lord God. And so I thank you, Father God, that he will, Lord God, be able to um, provide open doors for us and bring us into places where now the favor of God now is being poured out in our lives. Help, Lord God, where those that need intercession released on their behalf, and those who are maybe a little weak and need strengthening, I declare they be strengthened today. And, Father, help us understand that he is always at demand, on standby. And I thank you, Lord, as we pray in our most holy faith. I thank you. We will rise like an edifice. I thank you, Lord God, for your word is a sure foundation. But, Lord God, we need strengthening in the times in which we live in. And so I thank you that you will strengthen the heart and strengthen the souls of everyone that is on this line this morning. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I'm going to turn it over to Tracy George. Tracy.
We have a prayer request from Sheena Bell, who is requesting prayers for her sister, who's a single mom, caring for her son, her only son, and she has a court case that's coming up on June 27th. So, Father God, we just come before you, Lord of Lords, King of Kings, Supreme God of all. You know every situation, God, and you knew this situation was ordained before it even happened. And, Lord, we pray, Lord God, that as we come with clean hands and a humble heart, Lord God, praying on behalf of Shanine's sister, that you, God, will intervene. Holy Spirit, move, be in the courtroom, go before her in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray, Lord God, that your will be done, that kingdom come in this situation, O God. Supreme God, you are the author and finisher of our faith, O God. And we pray on behalf of this young woman, O God, that you will give her a peace, a calmness, O God, and that she will have faith and trust in you, O God, that whatever decision is made, it is a a decision that you allowed to happen, Lord. And we pray, Lord God, that she will be strengthened today. We pray that you will give her peace today. We pray, Lord God, that you will send laborers across her path, O God, in the name of Jesus, O God. We pray in the name of Jesus. We stand on her behalf today, Lord. We send uh, favor to her, Lord God. We send grace to her. We send mercy, Lord God, to her in the name of Jesus, Lord. We pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, she'll go with a confidence and uh, a peace and a grace, O God, like never before, O Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord God, she will spend time with you, O God, getting to know who you are even more, O God, to know that God is on her side. And we thank you, Father Lord God, that she'll stand firm in in her foundation and, and her faith O God, knowing that God is the supreme God and God has the final say, O God. We bless your name today. Now, Father, Lord God, you gave us a promise in 2 Chronicles 7.14. You said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall uh, humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, so seek your faith, O God. Lord, we're seeking your faith, O God, on behalf of our country or what's going on in the world today, O God. We ask you, Father, that you will heal our land. Our land needs healing, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, we pray against mental health, O God, in the name of Jesus, O Lord. We thank you, Father, that as we stand in you, knowing who we are in Christ Jesus, O God, that we have the mind of Christ, O Lord, that we can think like you, O God, that we can say things that need to be said. So now we speak a word of of, of, of decrease and elimination of mental health, Lord. We just stand on your word, O God. You, you, um, You are a great God, and we trust you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord, God, that you will raise up people that can deal with mental health, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We just bless you, Father, and thank you, Father, for raising up people that can really deal with the mental health issue, Lord. But we know that your, our prayers, oh God, are greater than anything, uh, or anything, and we just trust you, Lord. We pray against gun violence in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just pray, Lord God, that you will... Um, you will take care of that situation in the area of gun violence, Father. Only you, God, can can turn the tide. Lord, we just pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you prevail and we trust you in this situation, God, that you will have mercy on us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, hatred, O oh God, we just come against hatred. We just pray, God, in the name of Jesus, O oh God, that God is love. And we pray, Lord God, that those that are standing and know and believe that you are love, that we walk in your love, O oh God, that we treat people, our God, the right way, O oh God, that we'll be 
sensitive, oh God, and mindful of our actions, oh Lord, our attitudes, Father, in the name of Jesus. Help us, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Have mercy on us, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Father. Lord, we just trust you. We trust you, Lord. We we uh, ask you for more faith, God, in the name of Jesus, Father. As we stand in this world, oh God, we just we need you, Father. We just call on you, Father. We just praise you, Father, because you are good and a merciful God, oh Lord. And we thank you for this time and opportunity that you've given to us, oh God, that we can pray to you. We can get to know you more. We can we get to, to move by the Spirit of God in our lives, oh God. We just bless you today, oh Lord. We thank you and we praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Sister Tracy. Listen, Sister Tracy prayed for mental illness. And she said that her desires were God to raise up people who will learn how to really deal with people that are mentally ill. And I think the world, when they start dealing with this stuff, they start throwing medication at stuff. And I'm telling you, I'm not saying that doesn't help, but the alternative to that is giving them the gospel. And that's what Jesus says. You, you, let me, before I, before I read scripture, let me just say this. They're disturbed in their mind. And as believers, we know the battlefield is the mind. And that's where the enemy, he launches his greatest attack. It's in your soul. I was speaking to a, a dear friend of mine. He he is battling, he's battling some type of cancer. They can't find out what kind of cancer it is. And when you're dealing with stuff like that, it's like, okay, they go in and start treating the body, but they can't pinpoint what they're really treating because they haven't discovered um you know, where the cancer is at, what type of cancer he's dealing with, so forth and so on. But you can see the results of it in his body, and he's tired. I was talking to him yesterday, and he said to me, he said, Carl, um, I'm just a little confused in my mind right now. And I started talking to him about how the Holy Spirit brings all things to your remembrance. And because it's to the point, <clears throat> excuse me, it's to the point he can't read. So you can't read, then you can only listen and you can only remember when it comes to Scripture. So I started talking to him about that he would bring all things to his remembrance, the things that he's preached and how he's prayed for others. And this, this is a man of faith. And so the enemy is attacking his mind, attacking his mind. So I started praying for his mind and start talking about the validity of the word, the power of the word and what it can do. The, Isaiah says, you know, as snow and rain come down from heaven, return if not there, but water the earth to make it bring forth, and but that it may give seed to the soil and bread for food to the eater. He says, so is my word that goeth forth out of the mouth. So the word, that's Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, I'm quoting. He said, the word has the same effect as water does when it hits the earth. And if there's a seed in the earth, when that water hit that ground, man, that seed's going to grow. 
So when the word of God hits your life, it, it should produce a result. It should yield a result. And he says, so is my word that go forth out of the mouth. It shall not return unto me void. But it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing in which I sent it. See that? When you got to send that word. Send that word. Well, where are we sending it? We're sending it into the soul. Into the soul. Um, Lamentations, Jeremiah, <clears throat> he wrote over in Lamentations, I think it's Lamentations 3. I wasn't even going to get y'all this scripture. Boy, somebody showed up pulling on my Holy Ghost this morning. Um, Lamentations 3. Make sure I'm giving you the right scripture. I think it's 317. Because I'm talking about mental illness. I'm, I'm on this because Sister Tracy prayed for this. But I just want to help you understand some things here. Yeah, here we go. Lamentations 3, verse 7. Watch what he says here. I mean, verse 17, sorry. He says, You have moved my soul far from peace. I have forgotten prosperity. You hear that? See, when the enemy starts messing with your soul, he's interrupting your peace, your wholeness, your soundness of mind. You will forget the position of favor you're in. You will forget the benefits of God. You will forget how you're connected to the Lord. You will forget, um, oh, Lord Jesus, uh, the, the advantage or the position that the Holy Spirit puts the believer in. And so Jesus says in Matthew's Gospel, 11, chapter, he says, Come to me, all you who labored and heavy laden. That's the mental illness, because I can't, I can't think right. You know what I mean? And he says, and I will give you rest. See, they need rest. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am gentle and lonely in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. My yoke is easy. Man, my time is gone. Lord Jesus, my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. So, for people that are dealing with mental illness, they need to listen to the Word. They need to give them the Word of God. Settle their spirits. Settle their spirits. Pastors, the Word that powerful? Absolutely. And that's why the Holy Spirit is given to the believer as a helper. He is given to us as a helper, or let me personalize it, as our helper. And he, he, he also empowers the believers in many areas of our lives, many areas of our lives. And so when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you will begin to yield to him, yield to him. You'll become sensitive to his unctioning, sensitive to his unctioning. That unction is so that you can function and so that you can now continue to live every day having the advantage in a position of favor because the Lord know, he knew that in order for us to live this thing successfully, we were going to need his help. And so I pray you've been blessed this morning. I have. I've always enjoyed 
my time with 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 our church family. I love you all so much, Pastor Adrian. Love you all, and just uh, thank you for your prayers and you being with us on this line this morning. We don't take it lightly. And so I declare God's traveling grace and his mercy upon you today. That as you travels, my God, the peace of God just swept in the room. Didn't y'all feel that? Come on, the peace of God. Mm, lay your hands on your mind. Lay your hands on your head. Lay your hands on your head. There you go. Yeah. I declare peace in your soul. Yeah. I come up against the enemy who tried to move your soul far off your peace. I declare you will not forget how prosperous you are. And you shall prosper in every way. Say that. Come on, say it with me. I shall prosper in every way. Holy Spirit, bring to my remembrance all things that the Father has said unto me in his word. I declare them as mine. I receive them right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Whew. Glory to God. Well, you all, <clears throat> looking forward to seeing y'all tonight. And if you will, please invite somebody to come to church. Uh, if they can't make it in person, let them know that we will be online also streaming. I'd like to see you in the sanctuary. We're going to have a good time. And today is a great day already. And you're going to have a great day today. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. If the weapon has already formed, we declare it cease right now, that it doesn't go any further. Everything that has been happening negative, that situation, circumstance has to go in reverse now, and you have to be in a position of advantage, favorable. It's favor, favor, the favor of God is <clears throat> coming upon you, resting upon you. We declare that your vehicles will get you to your destination back home safely. We declare that you will have more than enough to be able to afford gas. No matter what the gas prices are, you're going to be able to fulfill your tank up. I declare it in Jesus' name. I declare no shortages. We are not participating in any forms of lack. We're not participating in any forms of shortages. For the Lord is our shepherd, and we shall not lack. See, I believe it. I receive it. It is so in Jesus' name. Now, when they open the line, you all pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. I think they're only going to open the line for about five minutes. So let's let, let's take that opportunity to pray in the spirit. Amen. See you all tonight. God bless. Let's open the line. Da, 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 da. 